everyone, and welcome to episode 22 of Video Game Realness, serving up your weekly dose of gaming chit-chat among friends. I'm your host, Delvin, and I'm, this week I'm joined with Greg. Hi! And Michael! I'm back! Yay. I know! And the best reason is, is the reason I wasn't here was not because I was particularly busy, there were just little things that would literally come up right during the time of the podcast, and for the other however many hours of the week there are, I'm free for all of those. (laughs) The last three weeks, it was always just something during the podcast. All the shit just had to happen on, like... Sunday afternoon. Apparently. Yeah. Well, bitches. We're back. Uh, James couldn't be here, because he went to a party, and he... A little drunk. <laughs> I was going to say, though, James, get it together. I'm <laughs> perpetually hungover. I'm hungover right now, and I'm here. I shouldn't be one to talk, because I canceled the whole episode. You did. I was <laughs> That's what I have to say to all you hungover bitches, is I get it together yeah, for an you hour. You always show up. You're, always you're always here. Up. And I'm always entertaining when I'm on the so oh. hopefully I'll live that up today. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and then, yes, Cameron is away for family stuff. But don't worry, we will all be back in the new year for very fun and exciting episodes, which I t- won't tell you now. You'll just have to tune in in January to find out. Is this our last episode of the year? This is our last uh, episode of the year. Listeners, like, really soak this all in. Just yeah. Say. Listen to the dulcet tones of our voices. Now playings of the week. Michael, since you haven't been here for a couple weeks, and probably have the most games that have been played. Oh my god. I don't know, because Greg and I have both had the last couple weeks off, and we still have quite a few more weeks off to go. Um, So basically, I wake up every day and I play video games for about 80% of the day. Your life is so hard. So hard. Um, No, like, on Black Friday, I got the Kingdom Hearts HD Remix, um, which has Kingdom Hearts 1 and then Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories um, on it. And so again, I got that on Black Friday. In one week... And I know this actually isn't that much time. Like, I do know how much, like, you sunk into a game in mm-hmm. a week. But so in one week, and for me, this was a lot. I played, like, I don't know, 37 hours. Girl, that's nothing. To me, it was, like, a long time. <laughs> I was going to say, that's it? 37 hours? I was, like, waiting for, like... I was playing Skyrim last year this time... 10 hours a day. like So in a week, that would have been like <laughs> 70, 70 hours. hours. Oh my God, okay. No. okay, so then never mind. I guess I haven't been playing that much. <laughs> I guess 37, if oh, a yeah. reasonable human being, 37 is That's a lot. true. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you got other I'm shit the, to I'm do. I'm the person who will usually, but not only, actually, no, as soon as I started Kingdom Hearts, that was like, Came over. Nothing, nothing else mattered. That was all I was doing, and I went through and I got 100% on everything except for the gummy shit stuff. Gummy ship shit, because fuck that. I'm sorry, but it controls so terribly. Who thought that part of the game was a good idea, frankly? Like, who... In the second one, it's actually a lot more fun, because they get the controls better, but in the first one, it's so budget. Or, if you will, it's so ratchet. Oh, I just gave you that one before we started recording. That was gonna use it. I hate you. Oh, it's okay, girl. It's okay. Let it be known that I brought ratchet to video game realness. <laughs> you, did you, br- you brought the ratchetness. <laughs> yes, you, you can keep it. that title. It's all yours, girl. It is all yours. So, uh, so yeah, I played like 
all of Kingdom Hearts Vlad, and now I'm almost done the first half of Chain of Memories, because Chain of Memories is split into two portions. There's when you play as Sora, and then after you beat it, then you can play it as Riku, and it's like a whole different chunk. So Riku like, from, like, Final no, Fantasy X? Riku 10? from oh. Kingdom Hearts. Um, yeah, no, sorry. Different Riku. Um, so there's that, and then I've been working on some Phoenix Wright, and... Um, yeah, I'm on the fourth case now, and I think the last time I was on, I was on the third case. So, girl, they're, but they're, they are really long cases, and it's on like my, my back burner. I only ever play it when it's like, yeah. And I would like I said, when now that you're on the fourth case, you will not put it down until you're done the game because the fourth case is where. I'm so excited for that. Shit like, um, yeah, shit gets crazy, yeah. and you will not put it down. I would not be surprised to hear from you that you like threw Kingdom Hearts to the back burner because you were just gonna like play right through to finish it. Well, the thing for me is like I have so many things to play right now because I got that on Black Friday. I got Tales of Zelia, which is like so far on the back burner because <laughs> I bought Tales of Graces in 2012. And I still haven't played it. So <laughs> Tales of Graces is before Tales of Zelia. So I'll probably play Tales of Zelia in 2015. <laughs> like, like, I'm, I'm realistic. Um, and then I, I bought um, Wind Waker HD because that was on sale as well. Was it? Yeah, 15 bucks off at what? Toys R Us. Shut up. Yeah, I know. I was like shocked that a Nintendo game was on sale on Black Friday. Because yeah. that shit isn't. Yeah, they never lower the price. Like yeah. Mario 3D World, that shit ain't going down. Uh, no, like, no. ever. I, I have a feeling the only reason it was lowered is because it's an HD remake. Right? Yeah. That was like the only Well, isn't it already $49.99? Yeah, so it was 34 bucks. So I got that, and I still really want to play it. But I want to keep going through the Kingdom Hearts because I know that if I start something in the middle of something, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then forget it. It's over. That's Absolutely. it for me. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Girl, you're done. What about you, Greg? Um, I picked up Pokemon again this week, and I shouldn't say this on the podcast, but it was dead for a bit at work, so I was playing at work. Um, it's okay. I don't think anything anyone from work listens to our podcast. Maybe. Uh, so I played that a little bit, but um, I can't remember. Did I say this last week? Uh, Final Fantasy After Years came out. Yes. Um, for mobile. No, you didn't talk about it last. Week. And so I did was that I did not know. And then I have my buddy Christian, who um, always is keeps me abreast of the abreast uh, <laughs> <laughs> boobies <laughs> boobs. He keeps me in the know for all because I'm kind of like out of touch with Final Fantasy. I've lost my faith in Square Enix a little bit. <laughs> also, uh, like which, yeah. you know, has been so funny playing Kingdom Hearts and that being a Square Enix game, and it's so weird thing. Like, yeah, where like, what they happened? Really, like, they, they really, really went downhill. What they were doing here, but then I. Like, I played the Kingdom Hearts for 3DS, like, yeah. a year and a bit ago, mm-hmm. and even that was still actually very good, so I feel like it's on Final Fantasy in they're particular, just, where they're just, they, they, they don't, don't know, know what they're, what they're doing they're anymore. Doing. Yeah. Well, they've, they have, they've like, changed creative directors, they've changed, like, all, everything is changed, oh, yeah. and they're trying to kind of, like, diverge from what is, but even... Even uh, after years feels. I mean, obviously, it's going to feel recycled, mm-hmm. right? But it, the, even like that new stuff, it just feels like kind of generic. Or even playing through, I played at Dimensions, and Dimensions has, is 
I think is really well written and is a really cool story dyna- dynamic. Um, but it's a touch game. But it's no, it's not even that it's a touch game. Oh, okay. It's totally, it's totally classic, like side view, turn based, like ATB system, mm-hmm. uh, Final Fantasy. It's just everything feels kind of forced. Like they're trying to force it to feel like a old Final Fantasy game, oh, okay. which is like a little bit exhausting. And then there's the whole thing with dimensions where. You so you have a light party and a dark party, and they get split up at the beginning of the game, and you go back and forth through the, each chapter, um, and then everybody has the same base classes: black mage, white mage. Tester. It's a it's a class system, mm. right? So you can change your class, okay. um, and then the light side earns like story driven classes like paladin and like ranger and that, that mm-hmm. sort of, and then the the dark guys they get like dark knight and like other stuff, right? And really like. But you have to have, in the game, you have to have your staples. You have to have a healer, right? You have to have a black magic user, and you have to have a tank, right? So those three party members are always going to stay the same, no matter what, right? Mm -hmm. Because you're leveling them up, right? And then you'll have the one, like, you know, the variation, like what's a paladin on the light side of the dark knight. But the problem with the game is... Once you level up and you switch to the other party, they don't level up with you, right? You're actually reset to where you last let them off. So if you get level up to, like, level 30 with one group, and that the last time you were with the other group it was, like, level 20, you still have to go back to level 20, and you're and just, like... And learn all their attacks and they're all, and like, You're not getting anything new, right? So it's just like you're playing through the same game over... Anyways, totally off topic of Final Fantasy IV. After years... Amazing! I love it. It's totally reminiscent. It comes with all of the stories, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So you don't have to do that garbage like chapter buying shit, okay. which you had to do with Dimensions, which I hated. Okay. And it's it ended up being like a fifty dollar game. What? Yeah, it's ridiculous because okay. there are five chapters and you're spending like eight to ten dollars on each chapter. It's oh, shit. bitch! Please. Yeah, it was fucking crazy. Well, it was like for a mobile game. Yeah. I'm sorry. Do you like, remember when they released um, Theater Rhythm Final Fantasy? Oh yeah, for mobile, and it was like. So you can get, like, the first two levels for free, yeah. and then, like, if you had to buy everything to essentially have the full game, yeah. it would cost, like, 50 bucks, or you could just buy it for 3DS for $30. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, it's also, like, or, um, what was it, Final Fantasy ATB? All, oh, the, all of the all-together battle the or whatever. You just, like, you just, like smash, smash your hand. On your, <laughs> it just plays the game. It's like, me. oh, God. <laughs> that was... I don't know. I had fun with that game only because it was, like, a trip down memory lane. Like, that was totally, like... Like jerking off all the fanboys, like so final. It's like let's like here you go, here you go. Have fun with your Final Fantasy porn. Just leave (laughs) us alone for a little bit. (laughs) But um, uh, after years is really cool. It's a neat story, Um, if not a little bit predictable. Like there's one character in it. It's like who's this mysterious guy that showed up? It's like fuck. It's fucking. I'm not gonna say. Well, don't ruin it. I'm not gonna ruin. Well, the game's been out for four years, but I'm still not gonna ruin it. It's like it's. This major character who everybody loves. I'm like, of course. <laughs> oh my god, it's you! Oh, surprise! Me. <laughs> Anyways, so um, have you finished it? No, I'm. I'm. I finished uh, Cedar's chapter, Rydia's chapter, Yang's chapter, and Edward's chapter. So there's a chapter associated with um, each character. Each character, and most of the chapters are are dedicated to the old characters. But it's interesting. It's actually almost like a generational thing because the idea is it's been like 15 years since the mm-hmm. events of Final Fantasy IV, and all of those characters have had children. Mm-hmm. So you're playing like the main guy you start as is Cedar, which is Cecil and Rose's 
kid. Mm-hmm. And then you're playing um, Rydia, but Rydia's teamed up with uh, King Gots, uh, the Dwarf King's daughter. Okay. She's like a mechanic. It's cool. It's just like like this total side, because you meet her. She's the one who has the dolls in the Dwarven Castle in Final Fantasy IV that okay. attack you. Anyways, and you're like, oh, that was such a generic like fantasy trope character like this damsel in distress but she's now like this badass like engineer and you're like, like oh weird what are you doing in this game hi what are you yeah what? anyways um obviously i have no. to play that but it's I'm... it's good it's fun mm-hmm. it's totally reminiscent and like it doesn't feel how does it play like, like is it just like yeah i mean you you move around and... with the um like wherever you touch on the pad is where the directional pad will show up. Okay. So you can just guide with your finger. Okay. Yeah, um, so like you're confined to the bottom left corner. Oh, okay. I played Final okay. Fantasy IV on my iPad, yeah. and um, that was like controlled really well. So I imagine it's literally the exact same thing. It's for the app. Exactly the same, and it uses the same like graphics engine as the the remastered Final, Final, Final Fantasy IV. Yeah, the one because it uh, after years was first released on, on the Wii. Wii. I thought that it was on PSP. Mm-mm, girl. Um, we. It was a Wii exclusive. Yeah, chapter-based. It was what, I think it was, the, wasn't it the first okay. chapter-based Wii game? Yeah, it was yeah. like $3 per, like, chapter. Yeah. And you had to go and buy them. Or, or some of them were like $8. That one was, uh, that was in, like, top-down, like, 16-bit graphics. Yes. So, which is, I frankly would rather play. I would rather play the top-down 16-bit graphics. Well, you can still go on Wii and buy them all. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I like the way the, the DS graphics look. Although, at it the looks same good. time, I, I really didn't like the way, again, sorry, we're getting a little off-topic here, but I didn't like the way that the graphics um, for those kind of DS games looked. Yeah. Where they wanted things to be in 3D, but they were like super blocky. Super blocky, and their yes. Their were just yeah. pixels mm-hmm. and whatnot. And I just kind of, I know that they've already released these games so many times, but I just want to say, like, put it out on 3DS. Where and like, like, you can actually have like very good looking models, yeah. like modeled characters, and, and then we can all just enjoy these games since clearly you don't know what you're doing anymore. Mm-hmm. Just. <laughs> Keep giving us the yeah. same, like, you know. You know what? I'm not even going to lie. They could release Final Fantasy IV, like, a bajillion times. I'll keep buying it yeah, every fully, single time. I'll keep buying it. That's why... Well, here's the one thing... Sorry, finish your thought. I know. I was just going to say Final Fantasy IV is my favorite Final Fantasy. Yeah. I thought Final Fantasy VI was your favorite Final No, Fantasy. that's his. Six Greg's, is my favorite. Greg's favorite is VI. Yeah, I will, I will fight to the death over that. Like, <laughs> four is just my favorite, just for, like, you know, nostalgia and, like, yeah. the first... One that I really played. Yeah. Yeah. Um, See, for me, that was seven. Was the one I got like You're a bit really into. So it's fine. You're so young. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Kidding. Yeah. So that was that was um, fun. But I played four earlier this year. Remember when we had that huge snowstorm in February? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was like what I did, which we just had last night. Yeah. Uh-huh. The, new one, so. the redo. Yeah. Yeah, but the one thing, kind of like as a final thought on the front of it, so I agree, like that kind of blocking graphics. I kind of derive more emotion and kind of like more comedy out of seeing the the emotes of the little sprites that I do from like a three D render of like the you know like you know with like um, 
Celis in Final Fantasy VI when she like wags her little finger and she does like a little sassy hip thing. Like, the sprite <laughs> does a little sassy hip and she wags her finger. I'm like, that's fucking adorable. Yeah. Like, that's the cutest shit. But when I see that sort of stuff happen in 3D, I'm just like, oh, that looks lame. Yeah, it's especially like, when know. there's boob physics involved. Yeah, there's boob physics. Because there's always <laughs> that involved. Right, because then now suddenly suddenly it's also a little bit sexualized, whereas you can't whereas really before, sexualize. It was just like, yeah, you get sexualized a little, like, one, like, 16 by 16 pixel of a, of a girl. It's just like, that's fucking adorable. Like, yeah. it's, like, sassy, but also, anyways. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I, I do know what you mean, because, like, whenever... Because Final Fantasy VI has... Only ever been in the the sixteen bit graphics. Yeah. Like they've never updated. Them. Oh, it's coming! It's, oh, it's coming! So oh, for sure! Oh, I will. Like when it and when it hits, what? there I'm there. I'm because, going to have an aneurysm when that game comes out. I'm going to shit. Like well, because they've been teasing it for so fucking long. Because they released. Like on on because they on know mobile. it's the best one. They know. Yeah. They on know. It's the best one. And they're just waiting. Because on mobile, they released like one, two, three, three. four. All mm-hmm. all through five. five. Oh, I know, I know. So all of those very quickly, then a bit of a gap, then five. And, and now after teased, years. And they teased six. They, teased, they teased six hard, yeah. from since, like, like... Last year. Yeah. Or no, 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 no. This went way back. Like, they were teasing that from since, like, the Game Boy Advance days. Yeah. That, like, that was I coming. Want, all I want is, like... Six and I and I don't just want it where they'll because I think with five they pretty much just said like okay we like updated the graphics like, it's, like it's still graphics. sprites yeah. but they're now HD sprites and and I want them like after taking all this time I want like the 3ds looking version of like oh really the way, of the way Final Fantasy four oh yeah was, trust me but, yeah. like that that's what I want I want them both right now I want them both. I think it would be cool if, do you guys remember when they re-released Tales from Monkey Island a few years back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, and they redid all of the graphics, but if you just pressed a button, it would switch back to the old ones. Oh, yeah. Cool. That would be really, really fun. They should just bundle it all together. They should just give us the HD version, and then, like, the remastered 3D version, and then I will be happy. And then you press a button, and it switches. And you press yeah. a button, and it would just switch. And obviously, you couldn't do that during cutscenes, or mm-hmm. whatnot, or, or whenever there would be text. Oh my god, but... I can't. I think... I can't wait. I I oh, yeah. um, maybe they, it'll be they, a Christmas present. Maybe they'll stealth release it for Christmas. Oh God, like no. Beyonce. But that is the wrong podcast. But I fucking had a meltdown when I saw that. And that's what I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. I know this is not that podcast, but. Um, the night that it happened, I saw a news article that said, "Oh, like Beyonce like drops album." I was like. So I'm reading the article, I'm like, oh, this must be like some gag article or something, whatever, nope. right? And then I see more people talking about it on Facebook, and I was like, what's going on here? So <laughs> I actually go in, like, into iTunes, because, like, I don't even have an iPhone anymore, right? So I had to go and download iTunes. I was, like, looking up in iTunes. Sure enough, there's the album. $15.99, 17 I was like, okay, well, all right, well, bye. <laughs> here's my credit card. Here's my address. Here's my password. And, yeah. Bitch, fuck your cupcakes. <laughs> Meanwhile, on Beyonce's Twitter feed, like she drops this huge album, and she's just like, "Mm, "Vegan cupcakes." Yeah, she's like, "Oh, I just made cupcakes." Everybody else is like, "Fuck your fucking cupcakes!" (laughs) (laughs) Which, and for those of you who don't live in Toronto, this is especially exciting because she's coming back on Monday for a concert. 
and I have tickets. I'm so girl. Cool. That's gonna be exciting. Yeah. Anyways, anyway, everybody will lose their shit there, but yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> tangent. Okay, Double tangent start. city. Be back. Be back. Um. So me, what have I been playing? Um. Been playing more Mario 3D World. Um, How far are you? I am on World Five. Oh, nice. Um, I haven't been like powering through it. It's it's like my come home, play a few levels with Kyle, and then like I'm done. I cannot play it with anybody. Oh, oh, I no, I can play it with. I can only play it with friends. I cannot play with my boyfriend. I oh, because there was one level. No, no, it's not even him. It was there was this one level that we were playing. It was like the second level we were playing together, Mm -hmm. and I think it's in the fifth world where there's like those switches where every time you jump. The thing yes. turns. Yes. And that was the level we were playing. And I would say to him, okay, we have to jump at the same time. And then we would like mistime it. And it just got so frustrating. And I was like, fuck it. I'm doing this by Never myself. With you again. Life is hard when your boyfriend sucks at video games. sucks at video games. It was just that one. <laughs> well, then you just Sorry, do that yeah. one by yourself. But yeah, no, it's it's my come home, play a few levels. Um, so then I also, because I've been on a big Zelda kick, I was like, I haven't beaten Skyward Sword. What? So, you no. never beat it? Mm-mm. Me no. Because, okay, here's what happened. I was playing Skyward... Like, I was vigilantly playing Skyward Sword. And then there's the, the levels where you have to go in um, the, the spirit realm, realm, the silent realm, or whatever. And you collect those stupid fucking beads, and like you, you have to not get caught by the little ghosts or whatever. And um, the last one that I did was the one on the volcano. And basically you're collecting the beads, and the beads is what resets your time. So when you run out of time, then they start coming to hunt you. So I had this one bead left that was like on the mountain up at the top, and you had to slide down the mountain and like slide yeah, in the right you're, yeah. as you're going down. So I was like, okay, I left that one for last because I'm stupid. <laughs> and I slid down, missed it, and I had no more time. Oh, so I had, oh, and then now they're chasing after me, but I have to go all the way back up the mountain, not get caught. And I basically have one shot to get it because as soon as I get down, I'm going to get caught. So it was like, I had such a nervous breakdown doing that level <laughs> that I was like, like my heart was racing. Oh yeah. I, oh, I, sweet. I got it. Okay, like, see, I thought that the story was going to end with, and then I missed it and was like, over it, done. <laughs> well, so anyway, I did it and I went through the game and blah, blah, blah. And then you come to the final one in, in Skyloft. Sorry, LOL, spoiler alert, whatever. Um, and you come <laughs> to the last one, and then I was like, another one? Are you fucking kidding me? And I just uh, never touched the game. <laughs> Literally for like two years. Because it, it shows you the day that you last saved it. <laughs> so the last date I played it was January 2012. So almost two years. Never touched the fucking thing again. What? So, so then I took James's advice. He's like, girl, just like watch like a video and then just like follow the, follow the video. The video yeah. So I did that and somehow I still managed to fuck it up and I missed the, I, or I got caught and I had one bead left and I was like, no, not again. <laughs> so I had to the one last one where you had to climb up the tower and get the bead and the thing. Oh God. Anyway, 
I finally finished it, and then I put the game down again. <laughs> because it was too much. I was like, like... So now you still... But that was the last one, right? So That now, was the last one. So then can't she, like, take solace in the fact that the rest of the game is just Ex- not that? Yes. But I needed to put it down, and I need to have the, like... So are you either. going to, like... Oh, yeah, I'm gonna... Later today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I after that, I was like... You needed a moment. I needed a moment. Or, or or just six, leave it alone. Yeah. I've never played Skyward Sword. I played a bit of it. Like, I played the first three or something hours because when it came out, I didn't have a Wii. But then when I got my Wii U back last summer, um, I got Hyrule Historia and I was flipping through it and I was like, oh my god, there's so much stuff on Skyward Sword. It looks so pretty. Oh my god, I want to play it. I have a Wii now. I can do it. And so I got it and started playing it. And it's it's quite a bit of fun. The only thing that really bugs me about it is that you have to um, actually do the sword motions. And I'm sorry, but... When I'm sitting on the couch, I don't want to the whole time. And it's not just like you have to just slash and slash and slash. You have to do it the direction. Yeah, the exact direction where somebody's holding it like this, then you have to like punch it forward, and and it just got so frustrating. Sometimes it can be difficult because you not you don't necessarily get the right motions, and then it yeah it gets all haywire. No. Um, So they did like, and of course this will not happen. But if they did a Wii U version of that where there was no fucking waggle. I would be all over that. You know what, though? I really wish they would make that, that, that they had waited to release that as a launch title because going back and playing the game, it just looks like there's like Vaseline all over the game. It's like, <laughs> yes, yes, it's, yes, yes. It's this kind of like blurry, like, it just, I'm sorry, it's its gross looking. Like, going back and looking at it, and like, you know how, like, you know, you can appreciate, like, the art style for, like, Wind Waker when it was on GameCube, uh, even Twilight Princess, it looked good, but I don't know what it is with this one. I think it's their lips. No, I'm not, well, it's just... Zelda's lips really funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> but, like, you know what? You're just like. That's <laughs> no, so true. But, like, even when you, like, you know, when you're looking off in the distance and, like, something's far away, everything is just, like. Hazy. Like, it's just. It's awful. It's yeah, just like they took know. Vaseline and just smeared it all over the color palette. And, and they it's called just, it RuPaul. <laughs> yes, it is exactly like season one of RuPaul's Drag Race. It's a very, very late Zelda game. Yeah! So, like, there is a level of polish that should be there. And yeah. for when it came out in the Wii's life cycle, like, I really feel that they should have just moved it over yeah. to it. Especially knowing that nothing was fucking coming out for Wii U. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. If they had moved that game to a launch they game... They would have fucking... Like, destroyed with Wii U sales. Yeah. Yes. Because it did really well when Twilight Princess was a launch title for Wii. Mm-hmm. And they could have done what they did with this, the same other one, where it's, it's like, like, oh, it's on GameCube the, too. Yeah. That would Well, they probably would use the tablet. That would have been so nice. But, anyway. In terms so of other really games, you know, <laughs> and in terms of other games, um, I haven't really been playing anything else. Oh, well, that sounds like fun, though. Mario's 3D World is really good. It is, like, it's such a good game. Yeah. Like... Yeah. I just wish that there was a little more cohesion between, like, the... I I was saying to James um, before, you know when there were, like, the comets in Galaxy that would, like, change a level, so you'd have to replay it for Mm -hmm. a specific purpose in mind? Or you would be on, like... 
one galaxy and you could see another little planetoid but that wasn't a part of the level you were doing i liked how there was all of that because some of the little worlds you're in when you're doing the levels are super cool and super fun but it's only that one level and there's nothing else related to it besides getting the green stars in it yeah that's the only thing yeah i know that will conclude our now playing and we will take a break and when we come back news yay be right back bye Everybody, and we are back to talk about the new stuff of the week. And in the top of the news items, because you know, I just can't resist to throw shade where this game is concerned. I'm sorry, but we've been doing this for 22 weeks, and we've managed to talk about this game in almost every <laughs> episode. Like, how has Ubisoft made it? Like, you know, congrats to Ubisoft. Because they've kept this game getting publicity for fucking months. <laughs> Maybe not the best publicity, but anyway. Um, Rayman Legends is coming to Xbox One and PS4. Yay! You know, at this point... <laughs> why haven't they released it on 3DS? Oh, it's supposed to be. I think it might actually already be. No. that it's definitely... It was on Vita... But not on 3DS. I think it's supposed. I think they've already announced that it's coming to 3DS. Oh well, I I, I would think that they would go for that one because seeing as it's like the system that's like selling the most. Yeah. You know why not put it on that system? You've put it on every fucking system. You know why don't they just release it on um, mobile next? Like, well, because they have um, Rayman <laughs> Fiesta Run, which was like the um, the running game, the running, yeah, which yeah. is so much fun. I haven't played Fiesta Run, but Jungle Run was like. Game of 2012 for me. Really? Mobile. Oh, okay. I was like, I couldn't remember what else came out in 2012, but like definitely like high up. That was one of them. Yeah. Yeah, no. They just, they, I guess they really need to like recoup the money from this game. So they're just, you know, releasing it on everything. Sort of like how when last week we were talking about how Tomb Raider they're releasing on Xbox One and PS4 as the definitive version. Oh, yeah. Because it didn't sell enough, even though it sold, like, millions of copies. Yeah. It would, didn't sell enough. Square Enix. Well, she by she broke, though. You know, <laughs> whatever. Um, also, in other Square Enix news, as we're talking about it, Ugh. Lightning Returns Collector's Edition was Ugh. announced. I can't remember what comes with the collector's edition, but you can only like a, buy it on the Square Enix website. It yeah. is ninety dollars. What the? F- who? Okay, okay, that's not that outrageous for a collector's edition, and there are definitely people who are going to go all for this. But the thing that's weird to me is that it's only available on the Square Enix website. Like, you can't go to your GameStop no. or whatever and say, mm-hmm. "Like, can I have this collector's edition that I've heard about online?" 
No, you cannot. No. I'm so super over it, guys. Fucking well, lightning. you know what? It came out in Japan, and Japan seems to be also super over it. Oh, really? <laughs> well, it did, when the, the, the numbers that came out, like, they compared to, like, Final Fantasy XIII and then XIII 2 launch. And hasn't just been like... Boop, it was, like, boop, decline. Boop. Like, thirteen yeah. two was, like... In the middle. N- like, yeah. And then, like... Uh, Final Fantasy Returns or whatever came out in Japan and it was like very ho-hum. It was like, uh, I think it was, I don't know the exact numbers. I think it was like, like 200,000 or something, which, no, it was less than that. But, which is not like bad for like first day release, for, yeah. but for like a Final Fantasy game. Yeah. It's like, what was it? Uh, Dirge of Kerberos, the Final Fantasy VII Seven, sequel. Yeah. I was just like... God, like fucking! Oh fuck! I forgot about that game. Will you play as Vincent? Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people do. You know what? I feel like it's the same principle, right? Like running around three dimensional space, like boring environments. Like it's supposed to be like this kind of like dynamic, interactive Western game is like what they were going for. Like, stop it! I know. Stop. (laughs) That's the thing that's really pissed me off about Square Enix is that like with trying to be more Western they've thought, okay, these Western games are making a lot of money. We should try and do something with our series that's like that. But that's not what you're good at. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what I think... I think that people are becoming more aware of that now, and I think that I'm sure that Square is aware of this now. Well, we hope so. Well, the thing is, though, the development cycles on these games are so long that this has been in development for quite a few years. Same with 15. Yeah. Well, 13 turned 15. Yeah. Wait, which one? 13 Versus. 13 Versus. Oh, yeah. So, it's so already been in development. been in development for so long that it's before I feel like this mantra has changed back to their original thing. Yeah. So, I would say with Square Enix, of course, what they're releasing right now is all of this kind of stuff. But give it two or three more years when they announce new 16? things that they only started, like, after 13 mm-hmm. kind of bombed, then... Then well, also judgment. Kingdom like, Hearts. I think will Kingdom, Kingdom Hearts three yeah. will be a huge revival for them. I will play Kingdom Hearts three. I have not played oh. any of the in between. That's so. why I enjoy these HD remixes because they're including like all of the the shit on there, so that you get like all of the story. And then next year, the two point five HD, which is Kingdom Hearts two and Birth by Sleep, which I'm so excited to finally play. Oh, you haven't played it yet. It was only on PSP, and I had a PSP right. go. So. <laughs> Hashtag VG Realness PS Go. Go. <laughs> um, but yeah, so their collector's edition is coming out. If you want it, go on their website and buy it. I will judge you. It includes extra boom physics. Yeah. Ever, ever, extra what? Extra boom physics. <laughs> I wouldn't be I, like I wouldn't boom, be surprised. Boom physics. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Fair enough, but that's like a Gross. Anyway, um, so uh, Sonic Lost Worlds, as we know, didn't get the warm reception um, or rave reviews, um, but uh, Sega is trying to make the game a bit better, and they released a patch, which is kind of really unprecedented for, like, you know, this type of game, Mm -hmm. to release a patch to change the mechanics of the game. Not huge changes, but um, they reduced the difficulty level um, by... uh, 
100 rings giving you an extra life, which, why would you even have taken that out of the game in the first place? And then um, you get more lives after uh, game over. So you got 10 now instead of 5. Yes. And uh, there were some aspects that were motion control dependent and with the tablet. When you're like a, a wisp or something, and they've taken that out. To just allow you to control it with the, the gamepad or what? Yeah, yeah. Which so. is not good because now a lot of games are just like removing like these functionalities, which Nintendo is trying to make whatever. Yeah. But obviously, it's not being well recepted, and now here Nintendo is still with the system that has these things. Oh well. But now so they've changed it. Um, you know what? And I have rented the game from like. Months ago, yeah. and it's still sitting unplayed. Oh, okay. I don't yeah. know what I'm so, waiting for. Yeah, but maybe now I'll go play it. Oh, I've been totally playing now with that patch because when we played it, yeah, I thought the difficulty was kind of weird. I mean, and it was also a short period of time in which we got to play it. Yeah, but um, yeah, try it with that and let me know because um, I feel like that was why a lot of the reviewers gave it like, and I'm going to use a letter score here, but they gave it like a C instead of a B, mm-hmm. right? Because a B it's absolutely not an A game. It's so not an A game. Yeah, it's so not. If, if it could have been a B, then I think, I think it, it would have been a B, and then it could have like sold moderately. Yeah. So, so that's the only thing is, unless they're like slapping a sticker on every box of this game in a Walmart saying like it like revamped or something like that, then nobody's going to know. Well, like, maybe the majority of people aren't going to know. This that is it's only, been fixed, yeah. This is only pleasing people who've already bought the game, and that's not what they need. They yeah, need the people, people who... buy the game because of this. Right. You know, maybe they need to go and re-review the game on each website, because yeah. that's what has deterred a lot of people from going in and picking up this game and seeing all these negative reviews about it. So, mm-hmm. you know, maybe they need to... Re-review it. Maybe it'll get from a C to like a B minus. <laughs> yeah, agreed. But uh, agreed. Tails has announced, or uh, Namco, sorry, has announced the next game in the Tales series. Tales of Zestiria, um, which actually the name itself, when you don't know why they called it Tales of Zestiria, I think is a pretty good name. Like as far as Tales names go, um, and so it's the twentieth anniversary of Tales. Like, oh. that's what this game. Um, is going to be, and then the reason they called it Tales of Zestiria is because of the, like, zest and zeal, like, that you can have You're not fully and... clean unless you're zestfully clean. <laughs> Nailed it. There we go. I just so, couldn't resist. So that's why it's called Tales of Zestiria. Although the trailer that I saw for it actually looks pretty cool. Like, it looks like it's going to be a fun story, like, I'm excited from the snippet I've seen, but um, uh, I would not have been surprised if they called this game Tales of Anniversaria because it's the 20th anniversary of Tales. Like, <laughs> they, they would have, like, I feel like that was the working title before they called it Tales well, of Well, do you remember when they had put all those trademarks? Yeah, I was just thinking about this that. This was one of them. This was one of them. Oh, I see. So, okay, I'm this sad. This was one of them. Tales of Link was another, which has apparently, like, I think they confirmed that one as well and then there was Tales of Biblioteca which was confirmed so of like the five like Tales of Trademark Mm -hmm. right Um, I think like three or four of them have been announced so So um, it was a thing I wouldn't be like I wouldn't be surprised I can't remember what the other two were and I think that the other two were the most normal (laughs) 
<laughs> Go figure. Yeah. Maybe they just registered them to throw people off. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I still want Tales of the Biblioteca. Where's that? We talked about that in the Tales I know. Yeah. a while ago, and I fucking I want, want my that Tales shit. of Biblioteca. Yeah, okay. Sorry, got a little heated there. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> So the penis war continues, um, and with the sales numbers that came out from Black Friday, everybody had to announce and talk about their penis. So PS4 said that they had the biggest penis, and then Xbox One said, no, ours was the fastest growing penis. And then Nintendo was like, no, but our penis grew by 340%. (laughs) That's the best one. It's like, ugh. So in translation, sorry. That's a very apt. That's a very apt description of how like marketing and advertising works. It is like your choice of words. It's very good. Like, so the news article that was coming out was saying that the PS4 was the biggest launch, and then Xbox meme, and then (laughs) Xbox One was the fastest selling. And it's like... In what time frame? Yes. You know, it's like, okay, so you're saying you're the fastest. Oh, but this one was the biggest, like... uh, And then in comes Nintendo. 340%. Like... uh, Like, girl, that's not saying very much. Yeah, like... (laughs) Like, relax. Well, well, not just that. I also feel like if anything ever spikes 340%, it goes to show you how... Bad it was doing before. Nothing could ever usually do that. Exactly. So, like, that's not something they should be bragging about. 340% of shit is still shit. Like, the, the, okay, so like them saying 340%, all of this just means like, yeah, October was a shitty month, and, yeah. then, and then Black Friday happened, and it... And right. released, you know, 3D World. Yeah. So... I just love how they're always like posting these, like, all, all three companies are all just like, three. waving their flags, and like, jerking off on the marketing scene, like, look how big our dicks are! Like, That's no. what it is! I feel you like guys Nintendo are- does that only when the stories come out because when this story came out it was originally like they were left out for Xbox One and then Nintendo was like guys they're talking about their dicks again oh fine Fine. what can we say about our dick yeah and I feel like that's what they always do it's it's never them who are like sending out this story saying like look at this Mm -hmm. right um, but then when the story gets published, they figure, okay, well, we can get some publicity that shows investors that we're selling stuff. Yeah. Like, I mean, okay, like we were just saying, 340%, it goes to show you how poorly it was selling. But if you're an investor hearing that... You're like, oh, it's growing. Thing. Yeah. It's growing, and it's growing fast, maybe. On this topic, you know what needs to be in our, like, description of this episode? <laughs> Greg, Delvin, and James talk about the tour Xbox One Jesus. Like, you no. Yeah. No. I'm not James, so. <laughs> what did I say? Did I call you James? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. You're I miss you, James. You're ratchet. Um, stop it. You brought the ratchetness, and now you need to tone it down. Perpetually <laughs> the ratchet. You need to tone it down. But anyway, yes, yeah, so the penis war it continues. Uh, it raves on. Tune in in the new year to hear the full holiday penis numbers. Yeah, because... It's just so funny. You know, like... You know, it's funny how, like, those two, Xbox One and PS4, they're so, like, neck and neck from the gate that, like, I just can't wait to see what the turning point will be. I know. Like, it's actually, it's... And both... I know that Xbox One is really popular, but, like, it's shocking me that it's actually selling that well. It's shocking me. I... You know what? I was in EB Games yesterday, and, like, seeing a guy, like, buying an Xbox One, and I was like, yeah... 
that is totally their demographic. <laughs> I, I'm i sorry. I hate to, you know, read a book by the cover, but <laughs> he was totally the demographic, the the bro douchebag demographic that goes Man, and like, we hate so hard on our bros. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, <laughs> there, there's I a, do too. I do too. There's buddy. such a large demographic of them that has, you know, caused a, a rift and a change in, in the gaming industry. And Xbox One caters to them very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I do still think that, like, some of the voice control stuff that it does is it's kind pretty of, cool. It's not just cool, but also really in the, like, quote, next gen Mm -hmm. of stuff, right? Um, But I'm so sick and tired of hearing all of this back and forth between PS4 and Xbox One being like, yeah, well, our system's got, like, this processor that's better than Xbox One. Like, yeah, well, like... Yeah, it's like... Whatever, and and I... Can't you all just get along? Can't you all just fucking play your games in private? Like... There's a weird, there's a strange parallel to be put there, but anyways. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. Whatever. We'll, we'll have more on that as, like, the new year progresses, of course. Because um, after the actual full Christmas numbers come out, you know, there will be another topic or another news piece on this. But anyway. Um, there is a Mega Man board game that is coming out. And it's been funded. Um, it is being licensed by... Capcom, um, but not being made by them. It's being by, made by some other company. Company, um, and they've they've like already hit their goal. Oh yeah, like so they announced it like in an evening, and the the and they knew it was seventy five thousand dollars, and by the next morning they already had one hundred and forty thousand. Yeah, it was like bam, and then that was, and then the stories about it only started coming out mm-hmm. like that morning after it had already passed the the goal. So then, like, now I'm sure it's at, like, it's like a, a million dollars. <laughs> um, a million? Yeah, so it's, uh, I think it's a card-based uh, game. So let me ask you this. Will you be getting it? Probably not. Because oh. it's Capcom Mega Man? Kind of, to be honest. I, like, because... <laughs> It's just, it's just to me, is like, oh, now, you know, because of what happened with um, Mighty Number no. 9, you know, so this company came to them and was like, oh, we want to make a board game. So, of course, they were like, oh, fuck, please do something with this franchise because we don't know what the fuck to do with it. Do, yeah. Right? So, they're like, yes, please. And now they're going to take the money that from basically this other person's idea, which, I mean, they're using Mega Man to make the money. But, so... <sighs> Yeah, I agree. Not so great there, but if anything, this could maybe open the door for other um, people with cool ideas to use licensed characters to be able to get the rights well, to hey, do exciting things. Especially like when the company's not using them. Yeah, like that's. The th- I think I think that this could be <laughs> like it could potentially be cool that way. Yeah, like, you could have and not and not just Capcom, but other companies where somebody can say, "Look, I want to do." X with this maybe character. that maybe they can do that for indie games you know like indie developers can be like you know I can make a really cool Mega Man game and then go to Capcom and be like I want to make this game maybe they would maybe they'll open the door for that yeah, because like maybe. I said they're not fucking doing anything with it so you might as well if they if the idea and the well, concept and is good thing, Capcom makes money from this board exactly game, right? and they're not they don't have to do anything 
Nothing at all. Yeah, exactly. They aren't in charge of like shipping it, distributing it. Like all they, they just get a check do, in the mail. Yeah, all they had to do was probably give them some fucking Mega Man assets, and then mm-hmm. they go. That's it. And now they get a check in the mail. And they probably also get pretty good creative control over. Like, no, you can't do that with that character. Mm-hmm. No, they can't have sex. Stop that. Yeah. Stop that. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness so yeah that's happening um, I don't know when it's being released or whatever but uh, if you want to go support it we'll throw the link there out on our uh, show notes so check it out um, po- Ooh, quick side note from and it's not on our little list here mm-hmm. but the metagame was fully funded uh, oh yeah, like, way over the top like it made like double what it is shut so, up yeah if uh, if you didn't get a, um, be a part of the kickstarter you can order your deck online anyway for the same price it would have cost on the Kickstarter. Okay, so, and when does that come they, out? They're doing two expansions. I can't remember when it's coming out. It's still a couple months before you would get it. But they're also doing two extra expansion decks for it, based off like so. There's the whole original, not just what we played. There's like the 250 card deck that mm-hmm. you get anyway, and then you can get an expansion set that is science fiction 101 uh, or sci-fi, and then the other one is film 101. Okay, so. Yeah, you can add it on. There you go. There you go. So, Pokemon X and Y is going to be releasing a patch because we can't have nice things. <laughs> um, people have been cheating uh, in online battles. Surprise. Um, using a, a cheat called Battle Analyzer and InstaCheck, which basically allows them to check people's Pokemon and abilities that they have before battle. So then they can choose the right Pokemon or whatever before going into the battle. So uh, I don't even know how you would even do that. Yeah, okay. So like, I was about to ask, like, how do you? I don't even. These? I don't have a clue. Not a clue. And how does it fix Wonder Trades? Um, so I, there was apparently uh, some problem with Wonder Trade, where like, say you had a Pokemon that evolved through trading, um, it would evolve, but it you couldn't go and learn mm-hmm. the abilities prior. Through, like, the move learner or whatever. Um, So when it was done through Wonder Trade, for whatever purpose. So they will fix that. So that if you do get something, like, say someone throws a Kadabra Uh, and you get an Alakazam, you can't go back and learn, like, Psybeam or whatever, right? So that's what they fixed. So... I thought they were going to, like, make it so that you couldn't name things like as milk. Oh, Jesus. No, no. That. Yeah. I know. Jesus. I've had so many creative ways to get rid of, get around that fucking filter. I know. My God. uh, Give us your best one. Oh, I don't remember. None of them were in my party anymore. I gave through, gave up. I called myself. What did I call myself? Trash bag. Or something like that. I call myself trash bag. Yeah, and it wouldn't let you, right? Oh, no, it wouldn't let me call myself trash bag, so I just called myself train wreck. And so everybody calls me train wreck. And then I think I did, like, tits with an exclamation mark was, like... <laughs> was acceptable? Yeah, it's with a T exclamation mark. Oh, yes. yeah, I thought yeah. it was just tits. <laughs> <laughs> no. And that's why it was so shocking. Uh, I got tits in there. Oh, my God. <laughs> Who did I call tits? I think it was, like, a jinx or something. Oh, that makes, makes sense. sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or maybe it was, what's the name of the cow? Miltank. Miltank. I think it maybe it was a ca- the Miltank. I don't know, anyways. You're basic. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, no. You're no longer basic. You're ratchet. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, 
Um, read-only memories, and, and we were talking about Kickstarters. Yeah. Um, read-only memories, which is a cyberpunk adventure game from the founders of GamerX, got crowdfunded. Yay! And the last minute, was worried. Was what? worried for them. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> so... The, this is this is like one of those like textual adventures. Yes. I assume, right? I've seen it. I've seen the, like the pitch video and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So and they, the, the, it's not, but it's not marketed to queer gamer gamers. But it's inclusive. Like the, the story is inclusive. The story is is uh, I guess centered around that. Um, so they got their funding. So that's really good. Awesome! Congrats, guys! Yay. Clap, clap. And actually, their their funds that they did ma- get will be matched by Ouya, because Ouya is still doing their... Oh, um, really? Yeah. Okay. So they're releasing it on Ouya first, and then... Um, really? Yeah. That's so weird. Um, well, I mean, really, when you think about it, you only... Ha- the, with Now that the way that Ouya has changed it, you only have to have it exclusive on Ouya for, like, a period of time. Yeah. And if you do, they'll match whatever funds you raise. Oh, yeah, so totally. why... To develop, for, to, to develop for their system? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so, like, exactly. I need to make a video why wouldn't program. you... Oh, like <laughs> everyone else yeah. <laughs> that, like, tried to pull that scam? But no, like, if you are making, like, a legitimate game and you're going to release it on, like, you know... Android or uh, Steam or whatever the case may be, there's really no reason, if especially if you're doing a Kickstarter, why you couldn't just put it out on on Ouya. And the thing too is like, you know, you could just put a version out like as shady as it sounds, you could put out a version that might not be a hundred percent ready. Yeah. You know, for that six month period, and yeah. then like when it actually comes out, you get like the full release, yeah. like an update patch, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. like the complete version. You know, you the could definitive do definitive the definitive version. <laughs> yeah, that's me like shooting myself. Yeah, so I mean, you could do that, and yeah, whatever. But I don't see why you wouldn't do it. Why you wouldn't take advantage of it. it's free money. <laughs> so jump on it, but yeah. So they game got it. they got game their game funded. Yeah. So I'm excited. I'm also excited. Go Game X, guys. Game are we going? X too. Are we going regardless of whether or not we get to talk on a panel? Well, I would like to go regardless. I would like to go regardless. So when is it again? July thirteenth. Thirteenth to the fifteenth, I think. That's it's right like the second birthday. weekend of July. Yes, you guys can pay for my plane ticket for my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> you funny. You so funny, Greg. Uh, no. Girl, I'm going to have to worry about how I'm paying for my own ticket. Mm. I'm pouting. Yeah. I'll go for like a week, maybe, in San Francisco. I can't wait to go because I want you to show us around the town. Oh, yeah. It's beautiful. You're going to show us all the things. It's, it's all the things. I want Michael to give us a, a Michael World Tour of San Francisco. <laughs> Because you... Coit Tower, which my friends have always lovingly referred to as Coitus Tower. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness. Um, So, EA, as we like to normally refer to as, like, the evil company, third-party company, Mm -hmm. um, well, not we... Specifically, yeah, 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 yeah. gamers in general yeah, refer to EA, yeah, which I don't get, but okay. Yeah, um, it's actually been listed as the best gay-friendly corporation to work for in the United States. Gaming corporation or no, corporation? Corp- or corporation? Corporation. Corporation. Period. What? Like, 
over like Google. And- I am just the the, the messenger. Okay, if you want to contest it, you can go and read the article and see for yourself. But yes, they were listed as the 2013 best company to work for um, based on like their benefits package that includes transgendered uh, people and. I yeah. love how technology and like software companies have become like the arbiters of social equality yeah. in the states. Like, you know, like Google and like all those tech companies. Like, they are. I, that's amazing. Like, it makes me feel so coming from be as being a nerd. Like, first and foremost, over everything and loving these things, mm-hmm. this industry since I was a little kid. I just feel like. Well, so there are a lot of like gays that work in like technology. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. So like, <laughs> they kind of have to. Yeah. No. Exactly. Right. But no, it's good because you know they're taking the initiative and they're doing things like that. Yeah. Especially with like you know. So again, like I said, as much as we may want to shit on EA, yeah, as, I mean, as a gaming corporation, for I've never even got that whole thing behind it. Like it's being named like I don't know what the vote was, but it's being named like. The worst corporation um, in the, the U.S. Evil corporation. For, for the last two years. Just going to buy mainly, everything or what? Well, it was actually mainly due... Okay, so one year... I can't remember what was the game that pissed people off. I think both years it had to do with Mass Effect. The first year it had to do with the fact that they were including gay romance in oh. Mass Effect. And oh, they yeah. announced that. And then the next year it was people were pissed off about the Mass Effect ending. Oh, God. Oh, I can't talk and about then, the Mass Effect ending. And we won't. And we won't. Yeah. But, so there there was, um, like, that was why people had voted that. And it's it was sorry, even... but that is not the worst corporation. Well, not just that. There was... They are not, like, actually, like, stealing people's money and, like, fucking major shit up for thousands of yeah. people. Like, I'm sorry. No, that's but... the government. What? <laughs> you've, got, you, you've got like some rage over your video game, but that is not the worst corporation. Like you, I can't you, handle. You need to fucking look through the whole list, and if you really want to make your educated vote, you need to read about all of the fucking companies there, yeah. and then vote. I'm which obviously nobody will do. No, because they're too busy playing video games. I can't handle that whole, like, whatever, the EA gamer rage, like, over stupid, frivolous stuff, like the Mass Effect endings. I'm just like, you guys need to fucking calm down. Get over it. Get over it. Get a grip, grip, get a life, and get get over it. it. Thank you. (laughs) Anyways. um, So, yeah, EA is the best gay-friendly corporation to work for in the U.S. I'll post the link to the article. Um, You all can read it yourself. Now get ready for the most shocking piece of news ever. Ever. Yeah, Nintendo is not releasing Smash this coming spring, guys. What? Yeah. Oh. <gasps> I'm sorry, who thought this game was coming yeah, out in spring? I know. It was like. <laughs> so, wait, we know Mario Kart's coming out in spring. So, in what universe would Nintendo release Mario Kart and then in the same window, Smash Brothers? Nope. Not happening, guys. No, exactly. Not happening. Mm-mm. At all. Period. Full stop. Yeah, because when you think about it this way, you get one of these games per console generation yeah. on a console, yeah. right? They do not le- release both of those in the same yeah. fucking time period. Yeah. Doesn't like, it can happen in the same year. Yeah. But not this in the same quarter. Smash Brothers will be... We'll see it for Christmas. 
like, you're lucky if this game comes out by November. I'm thinking it will be a December release. Oh, yeah, for No sure. fucking joke. Yeah. Have they... I still don't even think it's coming out next year. I think it will. No, they, it has to come out next year. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. has to come out next year because, like, what the fuck else is coming out for Wii U? I wouldn't be surprised if they were like, guys, it's coming out in December. And then, like, the day before it comes out, they're like, guys, it's coming out in February. <laughs> oh, like Donkey Kong? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, no, but also, oh, yeah, that's, what they did, that's what they did the last time. It's like, Donkey Kong. Smash. Like, it no, was literally... It came like, out in... It came out in February. Or well, Brawl? Brawl, yeah. Oh, that's right. I'm thinking of Melee. GameCube. Yeah, the GameCube one came out um, in December. Yeah, but the, the, the Wii one came out late. And the thing was, like, it was literally like, okay, guys, this is the launch date. And then people fucking went. And, like, the stores didn't even know. Like, people went to go get their copies. And they're like, nope. February. JK, just kidding. Yeah. Come back in February. See you later. Good night, everyone. I'm like 90% sure that this happened. I don't. I know that it came out in February. I know that much, but like, I would not be shocked. But uh, yeah, so I guess there was a miscommunication um, from some news article or an Awada says or something that alluded to that it was coming out in spring, and then they came out and were like, no, this is not coming out in spring. Shocker, LOL. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, and then uh, um, uh, the Wii U has had a batch of new commercials coming out featuring Andre Agassi, and I actually saw one of them yeah, on TV. I've seen, I've seen them like multiple, multiple, multiple Ooh. times. Which is how many commercials? I saw them right before I came here, like literally right before, and I was like, "Oh, we should talk about this on the podcast." And then I thought. Why would we talk about that on the podcast? And then it was on the list, and I was like, "Yes." Well, <laughs> who is the reason, this? The reason tennis I re- player. tennis player Andre Agassi. I don't watch tennis. Okay. Anyways, um, <laughs> the commercial I saw was um, him playing mm-hmm. tennis with Wii someone, yeah. Wii Sports Club, and I guess he thought he was playing against. What's that? Is her name Maria something? Sharapova. Okay, she was. He was gonna play with some other like tennis tennis player online, and they had like scheduled a match, and then, and then so he loses, and then he gets a phone call from her and being like, oh man, and he's like, oh man, like I can't believe you just beat me, and then she's like, no, I I actually uh, meant to tell you that I couldn't make our match. And then they show the clip of the, like, 12-year-old girl that he was actually playing. And her mom is just like, I think you just beat Andre Agassi. And she's like, he was playing like a 12-year-old, like a little girl or whatever. (laughs) It's really funny. It's really super funny. Yeah, and so it's great the way they do it where, I mean, because when you think about it, when you buy a Wii U for $2.99, and in the commercial they say you get two games with your Wii U, and then Wii Sports Club is free with your Wii U. Yeah. They are finally promoting this thing. Like, I mean, when have you seen a Wii U commercial before, like, this one? <laughs> I, I don't know if they did this, but what I feel they need to do, and they, they totally might have, um, but I was, like, walking out the door as I heard the end of the commercial, but when they say, like, Wii U 299 comes with two games, right, and Wii Sports Club, they should also say, and also available separately is Mario 3D World, so that people know that there is this game out, right? Yeah. But anyway, uh, that concludes our news, and we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to discuss the Zelda timeline. Be right back. 
Welcome back, everybody. And with our final discussion for our last episode of the year, we're going to talk about the wonderful and confusing Zelda timeline. Mm. I'm, like, already confused. Yes. (laughs) So much. The Zelda timeline is one of those things in, you know, just its history that is... Often disputed, often confused, and, you know, many people have their own, you know, theories and on how it should be, and the conflicts that don't make sense, and this is what happens when you involve time travel in any kind of a, you know, storyline. It fucks shit up. <laughs> and until 2012, um, when Hyrule Historia came out, there was no official it, right. timeline. Like, everybody was speculating and the thing that's crazy and this will never stop astounding me is fans who speculate who were actually like so on the money with like some fan guessed that this was the actual timeline and then they were right and there were other ones that were totally wrong and interesting but like yeah crazy yeah so um just recently um i don't know if anyone noticed uh, but on BuzzFeed, um, they had released a, a, a very detailed uh, listing of of the... Um, well, not very detailed, but they talked about the Zelda timeline. It was, like, all animated with Navi, and she was, like, telling you about the thing. I'll post a link on this. See yeah, it's really cool, actually. It's it, And it's, so it's posted on BuzzFeed. Um, I'll post a link, and, uh, like, Nintendo was promoting it and stuff, like, tweeting about it and stuff. So it's official, Okay. And this is what was in That's like fish, yeah. this is what was in the in the um, Zelda Historia book as well. Um, Greg, you look like you were going to say something. Yeah. Well, I was just saying like this is an official timeline. Yes. Yeah. This is like for realsies. Yeah. Look, I am only going by the information <laughs> that I have read online and that was posted and and you know promoted by Nintendo. So if it's wrong. Go talk to those people, okay? <laughs> now, so, okay. Here, let's go question. through it. With, with, um, in each game, save for ones that are kind of like sequels, a la Link to the Past, Link Between Worlds, um, Zelda, Zelda 2, and whatnot, mm-hmm. um, is it always a different Link? It's just somebody who is like... Yeah, it's you know, always... Okay, so basically, you know... Like a descendant It's a of descendant whatever, of the never, hero. It's not like there is somebody who is like, you know... Um, There's not one link. Yeah. Let's get that... Okay, cool. All I wanted there... That, that will... Except in... Yeah, no, the Link to the Past and Link's A Link Between Worlds. That's Some, that one well, link. But that's that one. I, I will. I will also say, like you know, before we go into any detail, that like if you haven't played any of these Zelda games, we are going to discuss Major things. Spoilers yeah, event. we're going to discuss things that you know. If you don't want to hear about it, then we will bid, shut it up. We will <laughs> bid you adieu and say goodbye to you for the year now because this is all we're talking about for the rest of the podcast. Merry Christmas or Happy Hanukkah or and a Happy New Year. Whatever, yeah, you're celebrating. Yeah. <laughs> um, thanks for listening. It's been a cool 6 months. Now shut it off. Now shut it off. <laughs> so, um we won't get now in terms of spoilers, I won't give any spoilers for um Link Between Worlds. Thank you. I, I have not even touched it. Yeah, and I know a lot of people obviously haven't played that, but I mean, most people probably have, a, you know, played through this stuff. Um, anyways, so, there is, of course, the chronological order that the games come out in, but 
We're not has talking about that. no. Oh, bitch, that's no. Hope. It has no bearing on 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 what happens with with the games. So, in terms of the the timeline, the first game is Skyward Sword, which which introduces um, you know the the two worlds of the Sky World and and Hyrule, which is above below ground, and then it introduces the Master Sword and like how it was like created and you know it sets the start shit right that was cool about playing it knowing that like because when skyward sword came out that's also when they said this is like the first one and when you play that and you know it it's really cool when you can see all of these things like taking place and you're like oh like yeah this is like Mm -hmm. the first one yeah cool and like going and like just like the whole you know going through the game you're like trying to like you know get the master sword and, and whatnot so um that's how it, things start off, and you know, Ganon isn't introduced. He's, you know, you have a different villain for the the game. I can't remember his name. Uh, yeah, gay looking fellow. Oh, very gay. Like super flamboyant. Yeah. I can't remember his name, um, but I don't remember what his story is either. Like why he's like. He's gay. Yeah. But as we know, I haven't beaten the game, so <laughs> I'm still working on that. <laughs> Maybe next podcast I'll uh, can t- finally tell you. <laughs> Yeah. Um, anyway, so then we go into uh, the Minish Cap. Which game? Which system did that come out game for? Advanced. Right. That game's lots of fun. Lots and lots of fun. So, um, since you played it, tell us about it. <laughs> okay. Um, it's been a really long time. Well, like, like the the final yeah. boss is like Vati. Um, Vati, and Vati is the same villain in Four Swords, and I believe Four Swords Adventure. for Ventures. Yep. So, um, yeah, also not Ganon, mm-hmm. um, but he looks very similar to Gay Dude in Skyward Sword. Oh. Very similar. Um, same purpleness with, like, the, the like, hair, the hair. off piece, the Kate Goslin. The Kate Goslin. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and I can't remember why there were these certain things, but basically you would have the Minish Cap, which was, uh, which would make you tiny and then there were these little people and they were there and they were <laughs> guys I played this game 10 years ago and why don't you remember god so anyways um, yeah I, I uh, but that he was there and, and Zelda was obviously in it too um then the four swords uh which I didn't even know was like considered part of like the main like story I just thought like those four swords games were like the side thing. Side adventures, like totally irrelevant. They were fun. I liked them. No, they were fun. But like I said, I didn't think they were. Well, that's what I thought that they were side adventures because Vati was the villain. And mm-hmm. I was like, it's not Ganon, it's not main canon. Yeah. <laughs> not Ganon, not main canon. Yeah. Um, and nice then okay. Ocarina of Time is where things started to essentially happen where um you know it's where this the timeline then after the the endings of Ocarina of Time break into three separate timelines um as we know uh Link goes seven years into the future beats Ganon and then that's when things change so he so goes can you go through these please because like yes yeah. so there's the there's the fallen hero timeline which is supposed to be like the made up timeline well not necessarily made up but like a possible scenario where he doesn't 
defeat Ganon, and he's uh, ends up dying. So then the things that happened after that. So as a result of so okay, Ocarina of Time or Ocarina of Time, mm-hmm. um, final battle against Ganon, mm-hmm. right? And this first timeline we're about to go into called the Fallen Hero timeline. Yes, Ganon kills Link. Yes. Okay, and as a result. As a result, the sages then have to um, it, it still end up imprisoning him and then sending him over to the Dark World. So then... The dark World, yes, okay. So they send him off to the Dark World, um, and then, then you have Link to the Past. So then, again, as we know, Link is always a reborn hero. He's not this, like the same hero, because obviously in this story, LOL, he dies. <laughs> LOL, he dies. Okay. But he's reborn, um, and then Link to the Past happens, um, where... Um, fuck, what's his name? Agenheim? Uh, a- an, uh, or, yeah. Yeah. Agnum. Agnum. Yes. Uh, is, is, um, in the game and tries to revive, uh, or imprison the, the, the descendants of the sages, because now all the sages are the ones from the actual, like, Saria and whatever, are... Dead. I feel like I should replay Link to the Past before I play Link Between Worlds. No, you can still play Link, uh, Link Between Worlds. You'll be when fine. he's imprisoning the descendants of, of the sages. Yes, sending them to the Dark World because sending them to to the Dark World allows Ganon to release and have control oh, those are the, over the crystals. Yeah, they were like the sages. The, the like green one and the red one and the blue one. No, those were the pendants. Yeah. To go get the Master Sword. Yeah, the crystals look all look the same in the Dark Room. Yeah. Okay. And there were princesses inside of them. Yes. Right? Those were the yeah. sages. Yeah, 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 yeah. They were the descendants of the sages. Okay. Um, anyway, so Link has to free the sages. Free the sages and then save the princess. Um, anyway, um, so after that happens... Uh, Ganon is um, defeated, um, and then you go off into Oracle of Ages and Seasons, which are interesting because if you only play one, it seems like there's nothing special. Like they're awesome games, right? yeah. But it seems like there's nothing to the storyline. But you have to play both because what happens is Link is like on Epona riding through Hyrule, and then he gets warped into these different realms. One is like Hollow Drum, which is where Seasons takes place, and I can't remember the name of where Ages takes place, but then when you complete the games, both, so, okay, when you complete one, and then you put the passcode into the Mm. other, and it knows that you've done that, then Twin Rova plays, like, uh, a piece in the second one, and after you beat Twin Rova, then Ganon is there. Mm-hmm. All right. But only by playing both, both. does yes. Ganon actually show up. Right. Because so Twin Rova is trying to release Ganon. Release Ganon, yeah. And then that's why they had whatever bitch's name also went the same fucking, like, Kate Goslin like, <laughs> thing with the green skin. Yeah. Her and then um, Onyx, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I forget. I played I played Ages. And I forget everything Seems about it. So much fun. I, yeah. Which one's the hard one? Um, Ages. In which, okay, so Ages is the hard puzzle one, but the enemies are really easy. But Seasons is the really hard battle one, but the puzzles are really okay. easy. Okay. Right. 
Um, after uh, Oracle of Ages and Seasons is then where Link's Awakening takes place, which is not really, again, very integral to, like, the main storyline. Those are just, like, he's going on a fun adventure yeah. on a beach. <laughs> like, exactly. He woke up on... Okay, yeah, I, like you said, it's the official one, but I would feel like with the, the floodness, right, doesn't that make more sense in the flooded rural timeline? You would think so, but nope, this is where this one falls into place. Um, and then, so it, it again, it's like a side venture. It's not really um, integral to, like, you know, any plot-driven in terms of, like, where Ganon is concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is where it falls in terms of the timeline, if you wanted to put them into okay. some kind of okay. order. And then is Link Between Worlds. Which I still don't get how there's a gap between them. As I don't... Seat. Yeah. I don't get it either. But it's the same... Wait, so the Link in A Link Between Worlds is the same Link from... As we are to past. believe. I think that it's the same Link in all of these. It's just there's nothing consequential happens... In like the main storyline, and Oracle yeah, Ages season, you know, nothing I, happens in Link's Awakening. I can totally see that, right? how that would happen. So in that's Ages just like what he was up to uh, between Link to the Past and Link Between Worlds, and I can see how those those two games have no bearing on what actually happens yes. in the main game. I right? can totally see how that would be because after a Link to the Past, and like I said at the beginning of Seasons and Ages, he's just he's already like in green and everything. Mm-hmm. You know, he decked out as like going around Hyrule, right? And then gets warped into these other realms. Why do you and say Hyrule? Hyrule, whatever. Smugging <laughs> <laughs> this shit out of me. And then, um, with Link's Awakening, maybe he... So he's on that boat, but maybe when he's coming back from the realms where he was in for ages. He just, seasons, like, he's went a, to a coma. Yeah, and then washes up on the beach. Who and knows? then, what happens at the end of Link's Awakening? Nothing consequential? No. That would then lead into a link between worlds. Yes, where... He flies up the island with an owl or something, doesn't he? Um, like, I haven't played the game, so I couldn't tell you. Link's Awakening, like, he, like, escapes the island. Okay. Yeah. Um, then, after Link Between Worlds, um, the events that take place there, um, you know, there's a gap between what happens in yeah. Link so, Between Worlds, and then you have... That is no longer the same link after a Link Between Yeah, worlds. it's like, now we're going to something different. hundred years or something? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you have The Legend of Zelda, the original first one, 8-bit Legend of Zelda, um, where he has to restore the Triforce of Wisdom, I want to say, because it's been shattered into eight pieces, and then he has to go and get those back. Um, and then uh, continuation for, uh, from Legend of Zelda is Zelda to Adventure of Link. He is a teenager. It is the same Link from this one. Yeah. Now he's a teenager. So that's the fallen hero timeline. So we'll come back to that in a, in a moment. So then after that is the um, the two timelines where Link uh, does defeat Ganon. Yes. So you have, after at the end of the game, um, Zelda in, like, adult Zelda, sends Link back to his original time where he will forget the events of, that have taken place. And why is that? So he can go back to his original life. time okay. and his original life and not... Yeah, okay. Whatever, yeah. right? Um, so then he goes back to being... His child. He goes back and meets Zelda in the the 
castle and tells uh, Zelda about Ganon yes. saying he's bad, blah, blah, blah. And then that's when they end up dealing with it then as opposed to letting it escalate to what it then became. Yeah. So then they deal with it and then they banish him off to the Twilight Realm. Okay. And then this child Link, who is worn Zelda, grows up. Well, that I or or maybe that's that. And then I like, think that's just that. Like, okay. uh, there's and then, no like, his grandchild. Oh no! Wait, actually, no. Actually, he's a the d- d- um, it is a different Link because in uh, Twilight Princess, there's a descendant of the hero that comes and helps Link in Twilight Princess. Okay, so that would be the link. That would be this link, I guess, okay. from. Okay, he's, then the, he's the descendant of the hero of time. So the the hero of time is like the ocarina of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, so then, Twilight Princess, cool. Right. So then, after that happens, you know, he goes and has his side adventure, Majora's Mask. Um. That takes place, the events, directly right after. Um, and then you have Twilight Princess, which happens because Ganon has been sent off to the Twilight Realm. And then he has to be banished away in the Twilight Realm. So that takes place there. And then you have Four Swords Adventures, which um, that happens after Ganon is, you know. I, that involves Vati again. Yeah, that involves Vati again. I would assume because he's trying to yeah, resurrect him. Because I'll be interested <laughs> to see if something comes from it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then you have the adult. Well, again, it's what happens in the at like the seven year um, timeline where Link was an adult, but now he's been sent back, so he no longer exists in the um, in the future. But then. Gan's been defeated, Hyrule lives on, and blah, 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 but then... How does it get flooded? Um, I remember there being some sort of... There was, like, yeah, there was, like, a revolution or something. People wanted to, like, get the Triforce again. So, and they couldn't... There was no hero to save them, because he's gone. So they Back just... Back to being a kid. Yeah, well, he didn't exist in that time anymore. Because she sent him back. Because she sent him back. Yeah. Right? Okay. So, they just flooded it. And then they built a new... Yeah. A new world above the water. And so then... And then that's how he's reborn into, like, even Zelda, you know, Zelda's Tetra, whatever. And they're reborn into Wind Waker. What? Zelda's Tetra? Oh, my God. Yeah. That's (laughs) really not... Like... (laughs) I'm sorry. If you don't know that by now, by 2013, yeah, whatever. And like I said, spoiler. I can't believe you ruined it for me. But anyway. So, Wind Waker happens, and then Phantom Hourglass and Spirit Tracks, I think, are sequels to Wind Waker. Yeah, they are, they're just events that take place. Same Link. Same Link, and even uh, Tetra. Um, yeah, is still... Like, Tetra's Spirit. definitely in Phantom Hourglass. I don't remember her being in Spirit, Spirit Tracks. Spirit Tracks? I just, like... Spirit Tracks. When it came out, I was just... Fuck Spirit Tracks. I was just like, so. and now he's on a train! Like, <laughs> <laughs> Got a little ass, Scott. Yeah, it's like, thanks. I was like, fuck you. Yeah, that one was a little LOL. Although the thing for me that I also really didn't like Phantom Hourglass, and here's why. Touch controls. That did it for me. Oh, it wasn't even that for me. What was was the big deal about Phantom Hourglass? It was that it was DS and that you could touch, you use the touch screen to control everything. Like Like how he moves and like attack. Yeah. 
No, but what was the dynamic? Like, there's a dynamic in each one, right? Like, Spirit Tracks was you had a fucking so train. So, Phantom Hourglass was you had to go back to, like, the Dungeon of the Sea King or some shit like that. And it was, like, this <laughs> ten-floor dungeon, and each time you had to go through one portion. Oh, yeah. And there were these, like, knights similar oh. to in the Silent Realm mm-hmm. that would chase after you. Yeah. And then you would have to use the Phantom Hourglass to go back. And it was really long, and it was so annoying because you had to keep going through all of these I remember this game. Levels. I remember now. I played it for about an hour, and I was like, I'm good, thanks. But yeah. So. Yeah, that's Phantom Hourglass. That's Phantom Hourglass. It's, again, in terms of, like, if I were to pick the titles that were, like, Storyline in terms of like main Zelda timeline, it would be anything that's on a console. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, not necessarily, because Link Between Worlds is on DS. Okay, but but that's the first one that I feel like is heavy on main main story. Yeah, Um, I would say Skyward Sword. Ocarina of Time, Link to the Past. Ocarina of Time is like the most important. Game well, because it, it fucks shit up. <laughs> Link Between Worlds, Legend of Zelda, Zelda Two, and then Twilight Princess and Wind Waker. Those are like your pinnacle. Yeah. So, with that all being said, we all know that they're making another Zelda game. Yeah. What? S- so, if we were to predict where in this fandangle of a timeline it they're, would take place... They're going to continue with the Fallen Hero timeline. That's the most interesting. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. They do seem to continue along this timeline. But, like, where... Although, I wouldn't be surprised if the next one has to do with the end of Twilight Princess and whatnot. Like, following Twilight Princess? As, like, not necessarily a sequel, but, like... I in really, that timeline as a result of... We, we don't know that it's going to be like an adult link. Like we do know that it's an adult Like, it yeah, will... Yeah. From the demos we see. Well, unless yeah. they completely change it, which yeah. I doubt. Which they've done I before. Doubt. Which they've done before, but I doubt I they doubt will it. do that, that because was, they've learned their yeah. lesson. That was Wind Waker, right? Yes. Like, they came out with Wind Waker, everybody was like, what the fuck? This was not what you showed this us. This is not face. what you told us about. You yes. have lied to us. Yeah. They've learned their lesson, and I think the demo that we've seen from like whatever E3 it was. Yeah, it was like when they revealed the Wii U. Yeah. They, they will that. follow in that spirit. I really like the relationship between Ocarina Time and Link to the Past. Yes. That's they, pretty cool. But it's like it's based on something that actually didn't happen. That's my only problem. Yes. Like it didn't happen. He didn't Which is so wanted. weird, yeah. Because you have all these games that took place in a timeline that, that never didn't happen. Yeah. Or it could have it could like, have it's happened. Just multiple timelines. Multiple sim- guys. You need to play Zero Escape: Virtue's Last Reward because that game is all about multiple timelines. Oh Jesus! God. Anyways, time travel is. The but worst. I feel like multiple timelines. I think is where shit gets really like crazy. Stupid. Yeah, like Any, anything that is explained away by time travel. This is like in comic books too. Things that are explained away in time travel. I'm just like fuck off. You're stupid. Think of something else. No, but I feel like I feel like the fallen hero timeline is the dumping ground for. Games that they want to make that don't necessarily fall in any certain timeline. Because in when you go through like the chronological order of the releases of the games, they are just kind of... They weren't really trying to follow a timeline. Mm-hmm. They weren't. They just made Release working games, games 
and they had a formula that worked and they were kind of retelling this story in different ways because the stories are similar when you go from Legend of Zelda to Link to the Past to Ocarina of Time and so on and so forth the stories are similar it's just it's you know it's kind of one of those old legends that people tell and then oh this is what happened Link did this and then he did this and then you know it's just kind of their way of retelling a story and then you know people were just like well you know there's all these different games and people were wondering where they kind of fall in line Mm -hmm. and then of course you have like Skyward Sword where they wanted to make something that kind of explain how it all began so they kind of had to say okay this is what the timeline is right Mm -hmm. but then you have like the hero fallen timeline where it's like well this could have happened so yeah it falls in this timeline this is interesting (laughs) yeah because this is basically what it is right it's like well this kind of could have happened I mean he could have died and then like I like that he died. Like, that to me is what makes it most interesting. It's not a result of all of the games and the stories in the Fallen Hero timeline. It's that they're like, no, Dan fucking won for once. And then this and is what happens. This is like some shit. And I really think that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Now, of all of the games in here, because as we went through all of them, and we were talking about some that, eh, especially the DS games. Yeah. Um, <laughs> What are your favorite ones in here? Whether it's for story or just the the game play or my favorite or like favorites. Yeah, favorites. Favorite three would be Ocarina of Time, Link to the Past, and Twilight Princess. I'm gonna say Ocarina of Time, Link to the Past, and Legend of Zelda. The original, going old school. Well, it was so it was so hard in that like you could you could fuck the game up, like you could get to a certain point and just like fuck things up and like not know where to go and not what to do and like I just I, I it was the most. It was. It came from a time where games didn't have to explain, like hold your hand through every single. You just figure it out. You just. It was just like you're a fucking dude in the middle of the screen. Go figure your shit out. And if you like, don't go in that fucking. Game, like, how do I use my sword? It's like, fuck, figure it out. <laughs> you missed a cave, asshole. Go back and check it out. Like, we're not gonna fucking give this shit to you. You're gonna figure it out. For you yourself. don't have a fairy to tell. Yeah, you Yeah, some do. annoying little fucking queer fairy. <laughs> <laughs> Listen! Hey! It's sound, actually. Yeah, it's it, is. it is. And sometimes it I is. leave it on, off of silence in class, and then in the middle of class, you'll hear, Hey! Listen! And everybody's like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> or there are some laughs when... <laughs> they're like... They're like Zelda fans, yeah. Not um, very many, though. No. Yeah, that's... <laughs> what about My yours? My favorites are... Okay, I'm classifying Ages Seasons as one because it's yeah, it's of course. Timeline mm-hmm. like you only get the ending after playing both. So um, Twilight Princess, mm, and then I mean I haven't played a Link Between Worlds yet, right? But then it's either uh, Link to the Past or Minish Cap. I would play Skyward Sword. No, you know what though? I think also Wind Waker is really good for me too. But I think the thing that I really liked about Wind Waker, the thing that sold the game for me, was like the chord progression when you like complete a combo. Oh. The bah, bah, bah. I was like, oh my god, so cool. <laughs> I 
get so excited when that happened. I think the thing for me that was really cool about it was the ending. Um, and can I say it? For which one? When, uh, Wind Waker. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When, when you kill Ganon, and it's just like, fucking like, sword in the face. <laughs> sword in the face. And, and I, that is actually the most brutal way that yeah. you take care of Ganon, because the rest of it is just like, I'm a monster, and I'm going to fall down and burn. Well, like, no, you, you sword to the face of an Ocarina of Time. Do you? Yeah. But this one... Remember Zelda shoots him in the face and stuns him, and then you slash his fucking face a billion times, and you stab him right in the face in the end? And then he, like, and then the tower falls? I guess with this one, for me, it's just... But yeah. You know, it's so... it's just it in, in how it happened, it's, too. It's not only how it happens, but it's also so... I love the fact that they did that in the one that so many people were like, this game's so cutesy. Like, it's not going to be good. And then it's like, no, no. They're going to fucking, like... You're going to stab yeah, a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's also nothing like the other one. There's, when you do it, from what I remember, it's not, like, super flashy. It's not, like, magical effects everywhere. With, like, Zelda's, like... Sunbeams and moonlights, and I don't know, something like dumbs it down a little bit. So the sense of oh, the Wind Waker. Yeah, the Wind Waker. It's not like really. Correct me if I'm wrong. Wind Waker, you also have to have Zelda try to fucking shoot the arrow at him while you're like fighting him in the final battle, and she can't aim worth shit. I just remember that, and it's like. Hit him! <laughs> just like trying to like. I mean, James knows James has recently rebeat it. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So. But Minish Cap was lots of fun to me. Everybody knows that the best final battle is Twilight Princess. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like... I've beaten it, but I... Well, I, I can't remember. Zelda is dead, and then, like, you have to fight her lifeless body, and then... Then uh, Ganon turns into the, the giant beast, Jeez. and then you have to turn into the wolf, and then you and Midna have to go, and then grab his uh, horn, flip him over... Then you bite his belly, and then, like, that is, like, that is, like, the best fight. Yes. And then it's not done. Then you and uh, Zelda jump on the horse, chase Ganon down, because he runs away. And then Zelda's on the back with the light arrows, and you have, she has to aim. Of course, she can't fucking aim. She fucking aim. aim for She sick. still can't fucking aim. So you have to, like, uh, <laughs> get on the horse. Years later. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe somebody in her family, in, like, her ancestral timeline, should invest in, like, archery lessons for each newborn. God, I know, right? Because yeah. every yeah. time this yeah. bitch needs to shoot arrows and she just can't do it, I'm like, girl... Get it together. So Get it together. You're chasing, after you're chasing, and then so she shoots him down off his horse, and then you have your final battle, like in a ring, of like just sword fight yeah. against. Ganon. I just remember that sword fight. Four. I totally forgot that you fought like her. Four phases. Body. Four fucking phases. No other Zelda game had four phases. And done. And, and done. That's 2013, folks. Thanks for listening. Good night. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Good night. Uh, but yes, so that does conclude our episode. Always be sure to check out the Sisterhood of the Gamer Indie Podcast. I fucking got it you right. Nailed it. <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> yes. Is it? I think it might be Indie Gamer Podcasts. You know what? <laughs> this is like the season finale. It's like, he's gonna get it. He's gonna get it. You know, no. guys, you guys are so mean. Anyways, 
Um, Not like next year. I know. <laughs> um, check out Koopa Club. They actually had an episode the other day where they were playing Password. Uh, Nintendo theme password. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's really fucking funny <laughs> because one team completely destroys the other team. Does one person keep shouting out the answers for the other team, pointing at Greg? Yeah, I'm really excited. I just get excited. No, uh, no, it was very, uh, it was very coordinated. Um, but yeah, you should check out that. Even wh- but hold on though. Even while I was giving the answers to the other team, we still fucking won. I don't remember who won trivia. Yeah, we did win. We did, we win. did win. Yeah, I, I got the uh, what was it? Doki Doki Panic question. Oh, no, that's last right. One. Yeah. yeah, the whole time we were literally. Oh my god! And the other two were like, but Mario's. I would have waddish. Anyways, I love you, James. I love you, Cameron. Um, Join us in the new year when Greg is no longer on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, check out Game Bar again. I, like I said last week, those guys are really funny. Um, it's like you're. Just, it's like they're just like shooting the shit about video games, and like they're really funny, very funny. Um, Gamebuoy.org. That's Gamebuoy.org. Yay! Um, check those guys out. Um, I still haven't listened to the Pokemon podcast yet. It's a three. It's a two parter. Well, oh, jeez. Yeah. Like I think. Like, too much. I think okay. like part one is like <laughs> two hours, and then like part. Part one and two are like two hours each, so it's like an investment. Yeah, an investment. But you can play Pokemon while you're listening. To yeah, it, so. um, and then of course Orange Lounge Radio. Let's check those guys out every Sunday at six o'clock uh, Pacific time, nine o'clock Eastern, and that's it. We uh, thank you for listening to another episode of Video Game Realness. It's been an awesome year. Yes, yeah. um, we won't be here next week or the week after, but we will be back in the new year, first week for some very fun-themed episodes for the entire month of January that you're going to enjoy. You will love us. Forget about the winter blahs. It's the winter... I don't know. I'm trying to think of a pun. Yeah, I know. I was trying to think of the same thing. We are not copywriters, people, okay? If any of you want to write our taglines for us, that'd be great. (laughs) We will see you in the new year again with a a very fun theme episodes for the entire month of January. We're not going to say what it is, so you just obviously have to come back and see us in January. (laughs) All right. Bye! Bye. 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 B